Hello, this is Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age, and today I'm reading a story that I wrote about my Aunt Grace, and it's called Torta de Noche. My mother told me to call Mrs. Castellucci and tell her I was going to stay at Aunt Grace's cabin. You know if you don't, she'll call the police when she sees the light on. Mrs. Castellucci has been our neighbor at the cabin for my entire life. My mother was probably right. 50% of the time she's right. Her odds would be better, but she isn't pure Italian. I called Mrs. Castellucci. She was so happy I was coming, and to prove it, she said she would bake me a cake. I was ready. Twenty years is a long time between torta de noches. I was 16 the last summer that Aunt Grace was alive. The braces off my teeth, long hair, ears pierced, and at last, boobs. Both boobs appeared one morning. I was no longer a sunken chest. No more you're a pirate's dream jokes. Aunt Grace took the phone cups out of my bathing suit top and said I didn't need them anymore. Driving to Aunt Grace's cabin, I pass on my old haunts. Lake Tahoe has changed a lot, but not Homeward Grocery Store. Twenty years later, the same celery green paint. The owners must still be Italian. My best friend, Debbie, and I used to walk to that store at least ten times a day. It was our hub. We used any excuse to go to Homewoods and hang out. So did every other teenager at Lake Tahoe. It's where girls met boys, and boys met girls. The first trip of the day was for a half gallon of milk for your mother and beginning plans for that night. Second trip, who could get a car? Third trip, who had stolen a pack of cigarettes? Fourth trip, and who had money to get into the dance at Meeks Bay? We had to make plans daily. I was 16, the summer I had been waiting for. My middle sister finally left for college. It would just be my mother, my best friend Debbie, and Aunt Grace. We'd stay in Tahoe until the end of August. Aunt Grace, who could tell my mother what to do. Aunt Grace, who understood me. Aunt Grace, who liked me. Aunt Grace, who told me not to worry, I would grow up to be a beauty. I knew it would be an amazing summer, the best ever. I could do whatever I wanted. My father had to stay at home with his doors. It was like Debbie and I were on our own. We decided we'd even sneak out at night. We'd never get caught, thanks to Aunt Grace in her cabin. And I had boobs, almost as big as Debbie's. I missed the first turn off to the cabin, so many new buildings, condos everywhere, and Jesus, is this ever hot and dry in this altitude? I remember now, the lake never seemed that cold to me, I can hear Aunt Grace. My dolly, she swims like a tadpole, she needs water to grow. I see the second turn off, the dirt road has been paved, I recognize the fence around the garden, the cabin looks so small, I find the key still hanging behind the rosemary bush. I haven't been here since Aunt Grace died. I never thought I'd come back. No reason to. But my mother is threatening to sell the place if no one in the family uses it. My sister says she's too busy and my niece claims Tahoe is boring. It was never boring when Grace was alive. I wish my niece had known her. 
I wish Aunt Grace was alive now, today. I'm so lost in my life. I've come back here to find myself. I unpacked the car, three bags full of exercise clothes. If only they would exercise themselves. Here's what I'm going to do with this time. Lose 10 pounds and that feeling of being lost. Why at the end of this romance did I get custody of the 10 pounds? I hear Grace tell me that no one ever died of a broken heart in our family. You come from good stock, but I'm not sure that I will live. The porch is covered in pine needles. Cones lay everywhere. Their scent sharpens the clean air. I have to find some food to feed the squirrels. Aunt Grace called them her forest friends. Aunt Grace also called her bourbon tea. It looked like tea. She drank it out of a tiny china cup. And she spoke to her dead husband, Stanley. But actually, his name was Frank. She lived in this house most of her life. Her father had built it. It was her dowry. Lake Tahoe was settled by Italians, Grace told me. It reminds all of us of northern Italy, the mountains and the snow. I take my bags to Aunt Grace's big bedroom. Do I smell it? Lavender sachet? Maybe an imagined comfort? I feel like crying. I want to be 16 and have my Aunt Grace alive. Start the last 20 years over. Make better choices. Fewer mistakes. Still have thin thighs. I need a drink. I'm on a diet. I find some old bourbon. I pour a glass. I see what's left of our pier in the shadows. My mother told me not to go out on it. It's not safe after the last storm. I pour another glass of bourbon and walk straight to the pier. I wish Debbie was here. I can see us that summer. It is evening. We are excused from the dinner table, thanks to Aunt Grace. Oh, let them go, she tells my mother. They're only young ones. Go dangle your legs in the water and make some dreams. We plan our next adventure. Debbie can think of more ways to meet boys than Gidget with a surfboard. I'm more on that funicello. Debbie is a perfect California girl. Her hair is summer blonde, thanks to me. I put peroxide on it every night before we get in bed. I'm surprised how good it looks. I kind of figured she'd be bald by now. Debbie always gets the best-looking boyfriend. She has that look. Not every teenage boy appreciates a classic Italian girl like me. I told Aunt Grace I would give anything to be Debbie. Nonsense! Girls are like fruit. Early to ripe, early to rotten. I did know things could be worse. My cousin Mary had a mustache. It was thicker than a rug. Debbie behaves perfectly in front of Mother and Aunt Grace. She can smile and lie faster than anyone I ever met. I heard Aunt Grace whisper that Debbie was fast. Aunt Grace thinks that when she speaks Italian, I don't understand. I understand. Aunt Grace doesn't like Debbie. That's okay. I know how lucky I am to have Debbie as my best friend. She knows how to smoke cigarettes and cover up the smell. She knows how to roll up a long skirt to right above the knee after Sister Francesca has approved your recital attire. And she knows how to meet boys. As our leader, she's going to get us rides in cars, lots of dates, and kisses goodnight. We are a scouting party of two. Lake Tahoe is a new frontier. That summer, the coolest guys wore football jerseys with their swim trunks. Those jerseys told you where they went to school and often told you the boys' religion. I knew the Catholic boys were safer. 
Father Dominic said it was each Catholic school's obligation to tell their students about sex and sin. I never told Aunt Grace that Debbie was a Presbyterian. A boy wearing a football jersey gave us team numbers, last names, the tip that the boy wasn't going steady with a girlfriend right now, or she'd be wearing that jersey. Yep. Debbie had taught me to read jerseys. She understood sports. Her father was a coach. She flashed boys with that perfect smile by keeping spit on the front of her teeth. They were always wet and shiny. Then she'd ask, what position do you play? She knew offense, defense, and when to make that first down. I knew she was getting the cuter guys, but the leftovers weren't bad, and she was doing all the work. She told me, just stand there, don't say a word, and when she got around to it, she'd introduce me, and my last name was so many vowels. Debbie's last name was Young. No teacher ever mispronounced it on the first day of school. Debbie was perfect. And that's why I never understood why I got Peter Forrester that summer, and she didn't. Aunt Grace said she wasn't surprised. Peter could see I was prettier on the inside. Sure. Pete Forrester was the starting quarterback for the varsity team at St. Ignatius. He had the whitest blonde hair in the world and zinc oxide on his nose, whether the sun was out or not. Nobody made fun of it. He was cool. He came late that summer from a football camp. He would be at the lake for my last two weeks. The first time I saw him, we were on the beach at Aunt Grace's, sitting on the pier. Debbie was working his crowd. She met all four boys in three minutes. She beat her own record. She did remember to introduce me. Pete looked right at me and said, If you don't mind, I'll just call you Angel. Well, he might as well. I had just died and gone to heaven. I met him every day after that. I heard Aunt Grace tell my mother, Oh, let her go. He's her first love. She won't listen to anything you say anyway. I didn't know what Debbie did for those two weeks. I know I looked different when I looked in the mirror. Maybe Aunt Grace was right. Maybe I would be a beauty. I hear the phone ringing in the distance. The pier feels cold against my cheek. My bourbon glass is empty. Outside, only the night with the white stars and a crescent moon. I wonder how long I've been lying here. Yes, that is the phone in the cabin. Hello, Mrs. Castellucci, it's Denise. Yes, I'm so glad I came. Oh, yes, you saw the lights, of course. Yes, I'm glad you knew it was me so you didn't have to call the police. I'm here for the summer. Come for tea tomorrow? I look forward to it. Ciao. When Mrs. Castellucci arrived the next afternoon, we had an Aunt Grace tea party. They had been neighbors for 40 years. I served the remaining bourbon in china cups, and we ate sticky gorgonzola cheese on thin slices of fresh pears from the last fruit tree in the garden. She brought a torte de noche. I cut myself a piece and tried to eat. It's hard to chew and swallow, talk and cry all at the same time. Her walnut cake had not changed. The dense lemon and nut cake was dusted with powdered sugar and laced with rum. Oh, it's not very good. I had to bake it last night, she said. But just like life, it'll be better tomorrow. It was so nice to know you were coming, Denise. The cake was better than I remembered. I forgot about my thighs. Thank God your family hasn't sold to the developers. They're thieves. These original properties are history around this lake. How can they steal our heritage? Mon Cristo, we have to stay put and protect this land. Don't you agree? We chatted till dusk. We staggered to the door. 
I thanked her for coming. She leaned close to me to whisper, You belong here. Your aunt would want you here. Remember, when children are sure where they come from, they always know which way to go. An Italian goodbye with kisses on both cheeks. I try to dial my sister's number. I must reach my niece. I want to show her Lake Tahoe again. We can walk to the store for icy Coke still in the bottles. Maybe churn ice cream to go with the cake. Or we could both look for boys, maybe a father-son tag team. I know she will feel differently. We can celebrate her 16th birthday. She doesn't know, but it might turn out to be amazing. I'll support her like my Aunt Grace did to me. And maybe make sure the road back home is always clear.